I'm Marissa Norcross. And I'm Dave Freund, and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you today? I'm good. I cannot believe that we're, we're already on week four of our series, our, the last I week. Oh, It's almost done. I know. It's, it, it is crazy how, t- how time is just flying. This entire year has just flown it by. Has. But, you know, here we, here we are 28 days after starting the, yes. the series. It's crazy. Yes. And, and by the time this airs, Live to Lead will have occurred. And, mm-hmm. But people shouldn't worry if you missed the October 9th Live to Lead by our next podcast. I'm going to have another link so you can sign up for a November replay of Live to Lead. So I just had to get that out there. Yeah. Well, it's the upside of this being a virtual yes. experience this year. The upside of the virtual experience is there will actually be a Live to Lead that I will stream mm-hmm. monthly. And the other upside, which I'm taking advantage of, is that it's available for, is it five days? Yes, that's five. the unofficial thing. The official thing is 72 hours, but we, Three days. we okay. think it's going to be longer. Yeah, so. We think it's going to be five. I know for me, it's, I, you know, I can't watch it live. Right. Because I right. will be on staycation uh, with my Ooh, family. good for you. But I am good looking for forward to actually splitting it up and watching it in the evenings when my or well, I guess that's, at the night when my great. kids are asleep. So um, that's great. There are some upsides to all this, I guess. There are, and also for you know our more local um, listeners, if your organization wants to have a replay of Live to Lead in your facility for a private group, just let me know. Mm-hmm. I can do that through the end of February. Oh, that's awesome. So we have talked about leading from the inside out, leading from the outside in. Leading side by side, which I said was my favorite, mm-hmm. and today leading upside down. Yes, I am officially dizzy. Officially the- dizzy, <laughs> a lot of blood going to your head as you're, <laughs> as you're upside down trying to figure out what this means. I, yes, I mean, the other three, I think I grasped a lot easier, but um, explain to us the upside down because I think this is the hardest to understand. This is the hardest, mm-hmm. right. So... Mark Cole, who came up with these four dimensions of leadership a couple months ago, um, did a great teaching on this. And and there's going to be more information coming. There, there's actually a book that John's going to release, John Maxwell's going to release, I believe, in January called Change Your World. And I think this this dimension is born out of a frustration that the people that should be leading us to a better version of ourselves, our communities, our states, and our countries, quite frankly, are failing us. Um, Just, you know, grab social media, look at any social media piece, look at any news headlines, and it's really embarrassing how badly we're being led or how much of a lack of leadership there really is. And there was actually um, uh, some, and I don't know if this really was official, but there were one of our, our international Maxwell certification events. There was this rumor floating that, that John Maxwell had actually considered at one point running for president. Now, I don't know if that was true, but I know he addressed it and said, why would I want to be part of that type of thing? He said, that's not where change occurs. Change occurs one person at a time in the local communities. And and so the, the basis for this is really, um, there is a non-for-profit that, that um, uses John Maxwell's teachings and literally 
goes into countries to help transform countries. And they do that through transformational roundtables, leadership roundtables, where there's materials that are given out in these small groups. And I think I heard the statistic this morning, I was listening to a podcast, that there's over 200,000 people now trained in certain countries to go out and do this change your world like one table at a time type of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's really the the upside down leadership where we go and we become, we have an impact in our communities without having a title, without being elected to any position. Because if we think about it, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And what better way to influence people than one at a time. And so in my, my post that went out this morning, I said, you know, we, we all are looking for City Hall or Albany or Washington to solve our problems, and they're not going to. They're too busy preserving their own legacy or keeping themselves in office or whatever they're doing. I don't know. They spend a ton of money. But if you want to find somebody that had a tremendous impact in the world, well, let's just look at somebody like Mother Teresa of Calcutta, mm-hmm. who literally changed the world one person at a time. And if we think about it, there's, there's historical evidence of people that did this. Um, William Wilberforce in the UK, in, in Great Britain, um, was so appalled when he started learning about what the slave trade was like that he made it his life's goal to make slavery illegal in, the, in, the, in Great Britain. And that, that law finally passed three days before he died. But he, if, if people should just look up William Wilberforce, they're also going to find that he was really instrumental in getting child labor laws passed in Great Britain. One man just working however he could. And, and then as I, was, as I was writing the post too, I was reminded of this. There's this old hymn that says, Lord, send a revival and start the work in me. And, and what, what touched me about that was, because that's a hymn that I had heard since I was a little kid. But the point is that if we want a revival, the work has to start with me. I have to decide that I'm going to make a difference. And, I'm, and I, need to, I need to have goals. I need to, you know, dreams of, of making a difference. And where do I do that? And so I kind of use some examples. Are, you know, are you happy with your schools? So many people complain about schools, but very few people run for the school board. Mm-hmm. Where you can actually make a difference. Now, I, as a former school board member, I will tell you that you're that there, are, there is so much that the state mandates and that they don't fund that really ties your hands. Um, but, but the culture of your school, the, 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 um, yeah, the culture, the look, the feel of your school, school boards have a tremendous amount of impact on that. School boards hire superintendents. So you've got there, there's a place where you can have impact. Um, Different kinds of community organizations where you just volunteer, where you just get yourself involved. One of the things that that I really loved, and I had a bunch of quotes. I actually sent you 27 quotes <laughs> that I found from Mother Teresa because she was just the person that I thought of. But I love this one. Spread love everywhere you go. Let no one ever come to you without leaving happier. So when people come to me, do they feel lifted up after they've been around me or do they feel dragged down? That becomes a choice for me to be a person that's going to make a difference. Another one that I loved, yesterday is gone, tomorrow has not yet come. 
we have only today let's begin so i really want to encourage us to start start believing in something bigger than yourself i you know i fell in love with with leadership development probably 7 years ago i believe that there's a i believe that there is a better way to to run organizations than what i experienced in the first 35 years of my of my career i would love to see central new york be the place that has the best run organizations where where leadership is is taught and where people are inspired to be more to dream more to do more and they aren't micromanaged and critiqued and given performance appraisals that look backwards and don't look forwards so that's the reason i left self-lock i loved working there i was supposed to retire there but i had this idea that there's something bigger than me and could we change our community so i started doing it you know you and i mm -hmm. with the podcast why do we do this we want to make a difference and now it's been three years and 174 episodes i think this one is mm -hmm. that have literally spread across the globe because we're trying to make a difference so i know you did some quick research of looking stuff up what were some things that you found about like what could a person do in this we still haven't said the name on, on air, <laughs> in this pandemic time mm -hmm. yep what can people do i came across a uh, fascinating article yesterday just on apple news and I, I was telling you i can't remember i want to say it might have been like good housekeeping or something but the title was something like 40 40 virtual volunteer opportunities you can start right now. So I clicked on it and read some just amazing opportunities that I never knew existed, but that really had the power to, to make someone's life so much better. One of them, there are, there are a few that were translation based. So, um, for, for those of us who speak multiple languages, um, you know, offering those translation services to help people. Um, and they, and it was all like through an app or something like that. Wow. That was one of them. There was one about for, um, helping vision impaired people. Um, and that huh. one was also through, I think that one was more through like a live, a FaceTime video type phone call, but it would something like if, if someone who was visually impaired was struggling to read, um, a label on a, on a box of food or something like that, they would, log into this app and call whoever was available and show you and then you would help them understand what it says sure. um there was there's a a link through the un and they wow. have a ton of opportunities to filter through um so i looked at a few of them so they also had some translation opportunities they had some proofreading opportunities for like some very important documents. I mean, you really would be impactful um, in, in some of these opportunities with the UN. Um, they had some more mental health focused opportunities. And many of these, you know, require some training, um, some more extensive than others. But mm -hmm. I mean, there, like I said, there are 40 opportunities um, to make a difference. And all from the comfort of your own home or your office yeah. or wherever you are. Um, yep. And I just thought like that, that's always a, a great start. Um, 
Sure. There's also local opportunities. I'm glad you mentioned schools, but I think at like the very ground level, um, and this was one of the Mother Teresa quotes that I highlighted a few that you shared. Um, what can you do to promote world peace? Go home and <laughs> yeah. love your family. And I love that one. I love I that, that as well. Because you you can't, you know, like that's, if you think about like your spheres of influence, that's where you have right. the most influence is within your home. So um, right. teaching your kids about, you know, loving others about, yes, you know, like you can start there because they're going to grow up to be adults. What kind of mm-hmm. adults do you want them to be? Right. So I think that's like where you can really start. There's things you can do with your coworkers with, um, some companies have huge corporate giving programs. Not all companies yep. do, but, um, even small organizations can do things to make a difference. Food drives. I mean, I'm on the board yes. of CNY diaper bank. So we've done some diaper drives, um, you can do all kinds of things that will impact your local community. And you don't have to have a fancy corporate giving program and be a huge company to do it. You can be a five person organization and make a difference. Right. I mean, that's where we have spheres of influence in the schools you mentioned. Um, even with things that you can't really do this right now, but um, you know, being the room mom in your kid's classroom to make sure that yes. the kids have memorable um, you know, holiday time in, in the classroom or it's just, there's all kinds of things. And I think it comes down to like finding something you're passionate about because there are countless ways to make a difference. But when you can find something that you're really passionate about, um, you'll, you'll do the job that much better because you really, really care about it. And so you won't just be making a difference. You'll be making a really big difference because it's something that's so important to you. Sure. What were some of the other ones that you highlighted? Uh, I highlighted, and I think this is one that you used in your post. Do not wait for leaders. Do it alone, person to person. Yep. Um, and yeah. then one of the other ones that, that you already mentioned, I had highlighted as well. Okay. I, um, one of the questions is, and I know you were working on this, seeing your neighbors, meeting your neighbors, mm-hmm. talking to your neighbors. Yeah. You know, do we know our neighbors? I'm just, I'm one neighbor away from my goal. <laughs> there you go. I waved to so, him. We've seen each other in the car, but we've yet to meet. Right. And, you know, so one of the things that's happened <clears throat> is that as our, as our culture, as our society became more affluent and as we, as things like retirement funds and, and different kinds of investment things you know, uh, tools became more available. We didn't need each other as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's really sad yeah. because we've disconnected as a community, mm-hmm. but we really do need each other. And, and one of the things um, that I don't know if you've had a chance to read my November newsletter article yet, but it, it talks about um, how much we desperately need connection with people. Mm-hmm. And we've lost that because we've been isolated. And one of the things here is uh, that Mother Teresa says, let, let us always meet each other with a smile, for the smile is the beginning of love. And people say, well, you can't see the smile anyways because you're wearing a mask. No, the eyes can tell you if somebody's smiling. Mm-hmm. You can see people's eyes. And, and my, the note that I put for myself was, when you see people's eyes, do you look into their eyes? Because the eyes are the window to the soul. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so that the point there was just, you know, spend time connecting with people, looking to see, well, who can I meet? Who can I help? I, I actually got a phone call the other day, and I typically, you know, because I'm working out of my home office most of the time, the phone rings, and I typically don't answer it because I'm not supposed to be here. I'm working, right? Because it was our house phone. and But for whatever reason, I answered it. And this person called, and they were from some faith community of some sort. And she called and said, just calling to see how you're doing. Hmm. I'm like, excuse me? Well, I'm just making phone calls. I'm one of your neighbors, and I'm just making phone calls to see how you're, how you're making out. You know, is there anything you need? Is there? You know, and you first, you're like, wait a minute. Is this a, is this a joke? No, this faith community decided to use this as an outreach. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I said, well, thank you so much for giving me a call. I'm, I'm doing fine. And okay, just, you know, I may call back once in a while. That's fine. People, so isn't it sad that people would think you're crazy if you call your neighbor to see how they're doing? Yeah. That tells us how far we've come mm-hmm. or gone, so to yeah. speak, from really working together as a community. And, you know, when you... One of the things that Mother Tracy would also say is if you if you focus on loving people, you don't have time to judge them. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. It's kind of convicting, too, because there's so many people that I think I've been judging. And if I'm judging, that must mean that I haven't decided that I'm going to love them. Mm-hmm. So a couple notes here, too. Um, start believing in something bigger than yourself. I've already touched on that. What what would you what change would you folks like to see in your community? You know, Gandhi said, "Be the change you want to see in others." We always want other people to change, but we have to be the one that starts to change. And and sometimes we're stuck, and we think, "Well, I don't, I can't see the end, so I better not start yet." No, you don't need to see the end. Just start moving. Mm-hmm. Start doing something. So imagine this, and you and I have done some podcasts where we had the podcast. Did you tell me about the person that, or did I read it somewhere that that decided to just help a mother on a plane by holding their child? Um, we talked about it. On we the talked podcast about that. I have a friend about being kind to people. I had a friend who made like kindness kits or um or like some I can't wow. remember exactly what you called them for everyone on the airplane. Wow. I think it was that she maybe like didn't, she was taking a really long flight and she didn't like flying. Mm-hmm. And so she was okay. kind of making herself like a little kit to get through That's the long amazing. flight. And um, I think she maybe contacted Southwest to find out like how many seats were on her plane. And she made just like little <laughs> care kits for, um, and she made like national news. That is it. so cool. Mm-hmm. Making care kits for people on an airplane. You know, the closest thing I heard to that was I heard John Maxwell tell the story of he was he was flying somewhere and he usually flies Delta, I think. But but anyways, he was um, the flights were delayed and everybody was getting anxious. So he kind of goes. So there's he goes to the 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 snack bar area there in the in the uh, airport and says to them, I need like 40 Cokes, 40 Diet Cokes, and 40 Sprites or something mm-hmm. like that. He goes, just trust me. And he, he starts passing them out to the people in the gate area. Mm-hmm. And the whole mindset changed. Yeah. People just started loosening up. 
you know, and then he, you know, he'll always push it till somebody says stop. And, and so he gets on the flight and he says to the flight attendant, can, can I make the announcements instead of you? And, it was just like, <laughs> and he did. And it's like, oh hey, John, you know, that's amazing. Um, it's just, yeah, it's make a difference. Don't be afraid of looking stupid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that airplane one also that you're thinking of, I think that was me. I'm just remembering this now. Okay. I remember I was flying with my seven-week-old baby, my first child, right? Okay. Seven-week-old. It's like 4 a.m. I'm freaking out. It's flu season. Um, and the the gay agent asked if she could hug me because I had gone frenzied wow. to her saying, can you please move my seat? Like it was a plane that had three... Um, three seats to like a side, you know, so six yep. mm-hmm. in a row. And it was just my husband and I and the baby didn't, she didn't have her own seat. But it was, like I said, it was flu season. She was seven weeks old. Like I'm a new mom. Sure. Um, And I just said, you know, are there any rows that like don't have, that aren't full so that we could have our own row and not have a third person be sitting with us? Sure. And I was very, I'm sure I asked in a very like, kind but frantic way like she probably saw the crazy in my eyes because I was like (laughs) freaking out and it's like 4 a.m 5 a.m whatever and she was very nice about it she changed the seat which made a huge difference for me like it immediately brought me down back to earth and I felt so much safer with my newborn baby on the airplane and then when it, so then I went back and then when it was time to board, you know, she scanned my ticket and she said, you're doing great. Can I give you a hug? That's you, know, awesome. and I, you know, I'm like, yeah, sure. And, <laughs> but it did. It made such a difference. One small sure. little thing that cost her nothing. That was not like a big deal at all to her was a huge right. deal to me. And it right. kickstarted my, my whole trip. And, um, and I've had other travel experiences similar to that where I've asked for special accommodations mm-hmm. for, and it's just like, I think people want to help, but we right. were conditioned with this judgment and yeah. we forget that most people really want to help. Right. And if we can just begin, you know, one of the things is we try to say, we need to start a movement. No, we just need to inspire one person. You know, we're doing this podcast. You and I are doing this podcast, not because we're getting millions of downloads, because we're not, not because we're monetizing this, because we're not. We're not. (laughs) We're hoping that what we talk about might touch one person. And then if it touches one person to do something kind, perfect. Mm -hmm. So just inspire one person at a time. Um, you know, don't again, don't try to create some some huge movement, but let the movement create itself as one person inspires one person who inspires one person. And truly, there will be this logarithmic growth of what it is you're trying to accomplish. Would you be willing to share the airline where you got the hug? Yes. So that the the first one, I think that was American. And then I also had okay. a really good experience on JetBlue. No hug, yeah, but the woman was, she was so helpful. And she was like, you're just like my daughter traveling with a little baby. Awesome. And she's like, of course I want to help you. It was like so encouraging. And I, but I want to say that the, that first trip was um, American. Okay. 
I was going to guess JetBlue, but just because I've had a lot I, of Well, I always have a great JetBlue experience, like recently when, again, why am I always a frantic mom traveling? But, I, you know, here I am, frantic. It's called being a mother with children. <laughs> That's all it is in traveling. Two, two car seats in a backpack, I, like the stroller, snacks probably spilling everywhere. And there is one. In my suitcase. One, oh, go ahead. No, there is one giant plus about this pandemic. <laughs> Nobody's made me get on an airplane. Yeah, like no, that. right. And I don't, I enjoy flying, mm-hmm. but I'm just kind of glad that I didn't have them. I, yeah, I miss traveling. I do, I do somewhat, but. I don't miss being the frantic traveler. <laughs> probably not. So we can make a difference. Each one of us can. Everybody that's listening to this podcast can make a difference. And we can decide if we have a community that's pursuing the future with joy and optimism Mm -hmm. rather than one that whines and complains about what isn't working. We can have a community where we're not waiting on other people, but a community filled with people of value who are adding value to other people. And when you get to that point, you're leading upside down. How's that? Very good. And I have no idea what we're talking about next week. That's okay. I'm sure you'll think of something. But it is, it is nice when I have a series because then I don't have to try to think of something new every week. But, <laughs> hey, maybe but another it, series. There might be. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still... Um, this is one of those weeks that, and I've, I've mentioned to you, and I think we both shared it. It's been a challenging week mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And, and when I spoke with... With, with someone today on the phone from, from a, a, one of the other companies here in Syracuse, she said she's hearing it from everybody. It's just been a rough week. Yeah. But We're just coming off a full moon. <laughs> maybe that's it. I don't know. But you know what? It, compared to what we could be going through, we have absolutely nothing to complain about. And if we greet people with a smile, we can make their day better. Mm-hmm. So, folks, get out. Find something you're passionate about. Decide to make a difference in your community and start by just deciding to love people unconditionally and smile. So any plans for this weekend? Well, I mentioned that we are on staycation starting tomorrow. See, I wasn't listening well, was I? Yeah, so um, we have just four days um, and we're going to do some of the things on our Fall bucket list, of course. Fall bucket list. Yeah. And, and I promise you, I will not send you an email this till Tuesday morning. Well, I don't check my email unless I want. Like, I, I keep my work email separate from my personal email. Okay. So even if All you right. do, I like you. won't read it till Tuesday. <laughs> I won't read. Well, you know, I'll probably check in here and there. But um, yeah, so we're doing the staycation. I'll, of course, like Good I mentioned, be watching Live to Lead um, probably yes. tomorrow evening and... Saturday evening I'll probably split yep. it up but Good. uh yeah it, you know I'm looking forward to it I I intentionally took a lot of time off in October I was unable to use some time uh for the rest of the year and um October is a really great month I love it October it's and a beautiful month yeah so taking advantage of good getting outdoors in the crisp fall air good well I hope you have a wonderful staycation thank you so with that I'm Dave Freund I'm Marissa Norcross. And this was The Next Page.